Hi, we're sitting here in the jungle, immersive sound experience. I'm here with Stephen Brooks. Yes. Stephen, thanks for welcoming us to Envision Festival. Yeah, it's great to have you. Here yeah. we are. It's my third year. I feel like uh, youthful in, in comparison mm. to like you having been here every year, you know? Yeah. And I feel even the first three years for me, uh, so much changed in the infrastructure mm -hmm. that was built here. And yeah. Feels like I'm a building man, you know? People mm. are building a village. Yeah. Yeah, you know, every year, you know, we grow and we build and um, a lot of, you know, what's so amazing is we have a long-term lease on the property. So a lot of the structures that we build get to stay. So some, you know, every few years needs repair, but we're able to con constantly keep building and keep getting better and, and create more permanent, you know, semi-permanent infrastructure. Semi so yeah, it's, uh, you know, every year we don't have to redo things, you know, so every year we can grow, which feels really good. Yeah, yeah, really, really cool. The, the whole idea of not redoing makes so much sense. But what actually happens with the space when Envision isn't here? Maybe you can uh, we know we're trying to do more and more events. We're talking about starting to do like night markets and oh, we're okay. talking about doing more events, but we haven't really we haven't really done it. You know, Envision takes a lot. And then yeah. like by the time and the thing is that we have uh, with a wet and dry season here. So the dry season's from like December to April, May. And then it'd be harder. To, they, this is a really low property in the rainy season. It'd be a yeah. little hard to be doing things. But yeah, we should be doing more. Envision just kicks our ass so that by the time it's over. I bet. Like, I mean, bringing, yeah. bringing thousands of people into the jungle and then it also like the problems that happen in the jungle, like right now, again, it's, it's, it's crazy hot. Um, maybe you can see it. Steven isn't yeah. wearing a shirt for that reason. <laughs> I'm, I'm like barely holding on I was on actually just trying to show off my muscles. <laughs> yeah. So the jungle brings, brings both like this paradisic, like fertile ground, right? Mm -hmm. Like for me, it's like I come here because I can walk, walk barefoot and I feel like I'm soaking up the forest energy. Yeah. And something special happens in the in the forest when we're barefoot with each other. Like, what what do you think it is? Is it us acknowledging that we're we're humans, we're part of nature? Is it is it the, the raw force of the jungle? I think there's a lot of factors mm. happening. I think one thing is that yeah, I mean this land is really magical. I mean the trees and you know every one of these trees is buzzing you right now with a frequency, whether you're yeah. able to hear it or not. Like. Yeah the plants are magic so you know on that on that level and then there's the wildlife and the monkeys and the parrots and all the animals that are here and I think also you know you you bring together thousands of like-minded people that everyone is treating each other nice and everybody's yeah. happy and everybody's like-minded and cares about the earth and mostly tries to eat organic and that you you surround so and they're doing yoga and they're sitting here learning and they're in workshops it's like that collective vibration you know I like to call it the energetic soup that the energetic we're brewing, soup, the cohort know? in which we're in, yeah. Yeah, you know, so it's like collectively we create a vibration that is that is uh, potent. Mm. And I think, you know, you step into that, kind of like, you know, you go to Burning Man or you come to our farm, Punta Mona, it's like you step through the gates and it's like, oh, what is this? What's mm. happening here? You know, it's kind of like this intangible, unexplainable frequency that yeah. you step into. I'm curious because you, you told me before we started this recording that you just got to hang out with uh, Paul Stamets. Mm -hmm. um, mycelium and mushroom fungi expert right um, so do you do you think it's it's the earth itself that informs of us of this kind of frequency or is it more the intent that other people set in it like a mind kind of space question I think it's a combination you know I think you know I, I often say with my uh, I have this this really good friend that once said to me I, I started telling him all of my visions all these things that I thought for the world and he was like oh my god Steven I'm seeing the same movie you know, and it yeah. feels like so many of us are seeing the same we're movie. It's the kind same of movie. like it's kind of like a radio station that so many of us are listening to. Mm -hmm. and, we're, and the interesting thing is, a lot of us are seeing different parts of it, and that's where the collaboration and the collective, you know, vibration and and idea of really trying to collaborate. Like, how can I help you 
spiritually and how can you help me and how together can yeah. we keep moving forward you know it's not about like me against you and my my website my podcast my you know yeah. ngo yeah. it's gonna get the money yours before you you know it's like no it's like how can we truly collaborate and work together to try to to try to think big you know for me right now i'm in a place where i just want to think big i want to think big on projects that are gonna you know have real impact and and really affect things you know so like i don't want to be a part of of thinking small anymore you know i love what you said about dreaming the same dream or seeing the same movie but mm -hmm. different parts of it so collaboration yeah. is, is really mm -hmm. necessary tell us a bit more about like what dreaming big for you means because you know you also have really like walked your walk over the last decades and, and built these different eco hubs mm -hmm. with a bunch of people which i can only imagine how, how challenging that yep. must have been yep. on a lot of moments you know that's <laughs> the most challenging part yeah for sure is, you know it's like we got the ecosystem yeah. down like we could physically do this um I think it's the ego system <laughs> yeah. that's uh, a little bit more challenging. Like, how can we truly get along and collaborate? And how can I help you? And how can you help me? And then not be this, you know, competition. Um, I think for me, thinking big uh, right now, the, you know, I've, I've done several things. You know, so Envision is one thing. Um, Punta Mona, which you've been to, is my educational farm. And now we're kind of making it into an ecoversity, really trying mm. to train people to really have the tools to redesign the world yeah. you know and uh and then ecovia where i live ecovia is a you know a community of 45 families you know wow. from 22 countries you know we have you know over 50 children in the school that the parents co-created and we just bought 70 hectares which is 170 acres right next door and we're expanding into another you know 100 more families and we're doing an elder village and a whole, you know it's it's just expanding and growing and then, you know, it feels great, but I want to do more. And how can I merge all of these kind of things, the community, the education, the festival, you know, conference, right, vibration. What, what does more even mean? Does it mm -hmm. mean more of the same village concept and just like scaling this? Or, or is it actually it's scaling it? Is that maybe? Yeah, maybe that's the most intuitive next step. Or is it more on the creative side of, of what art and, you know, like I think both. Yeah. I think both. I think on one hand, for me, it's the it's the masses amount, the mass amount of land that we convert into regenerative systems. So it's like I want to see when I say thousand and one mm. I, on a thousand and one, I'm thinking a thousand and one hectares. That's twenty four hundred acres. Yeah. What would we do with it? So the first, you know, 40, 50, 60 percent could be reforested. You know, could we can protect and conserve existing forests. We can reforest and create corridors between yeah, the existing so, yeah. forests. I mean, really, when I'm talking reforest I'm talking 400 hectares of reforestation and then another three four you know hundred hectares of food forest yeah. and then massive production facilities where we can turn all that production into you know breadfruit you, flour are you thinking mainly Costa Rica or is like what Costa Rica has been as a community is no, now able to export? I'm thinking everywhere I'm thinking right, starting yeah, in yeah. Costa Rica because I mean first of all it's where I'm based and I also feel like the government is ready for it's where it. the government was ready yeah. for it for yeah. a few years now right yeah. and you guys have, have built it like mm -hmm. I mean when we're here to populate it with with our yeah. ideas with our energy because totally. it is it is part of the dream and like once you set your feet on this ground you, you yeah. kind of tap into this yeah I know in Bali they're doing similar things with with bamboo architecture mm -hmm. um, do you think bamboo architecture has a chance in other climates or is that more like a local? Yeah, I think everywhere we need to stay local. Like we don't want to be yeah. growing bamboo in the tropics and shipping it across the world. I mean, in some ways, but I think in most ideas, most cases, we want to grow the building materials in the areas where we are. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's fast growing trees in all over, you know, mm -hmm. uh, I think we need to, you know, yeah, and there's different kinds, you know, it's whether we, we're going to, you know, grow, build our houses with wood or we're going to build our houses with clay or we're going to build our houses with hempcrete you know it's like yeah. i think we need big to, option in the canadian just see, if you if you watch movement. right there 
you could watch the cicadas, which are those yeah, bugs the, that the bugs that you, sing, and they pee. They're actually not peeing; they're transpiring. They like pull water from the tree and then they <laughs> pee it. And the way the light was coming down, you know, I watched it. one do it, and it's like. Let's let, cool. let go a little. Yeah, we, we are being peed on by cicadas as we. This talk is the to real you. jungle <laughs> experience. That's what I said when I, I meant you're immersing with us into the jungle. The, the environment really talks to you here, and I like that you said it earlier. If you're feeling it or not, the trees are buzzing and, mm -hmm. and singing to us, right? Um, you you might not know this yet about the podcast I've created for the last two years, and I'm I'm like strongly committed to. Is I got this part of the dream. The listening in my in my dream was that the regenerative movement needs a lot more, more voice. And mm -hmm. the question I got guided to ask under this like idea of green planet, blue planet, the, the planet we live on, right? Is what's your earth vision in a context of seven generations? Mm -hmm. And I feel like you're such a builder and maker within your own dream of that already, yeah. like, right? So, so tell us a bit more about that expansion because I, I feel like it's, it's, it's very interesting to hear. Well, I, I think that if, like I, I often think that if all of our grandparents had taken permaculture courses, yeah. we'd be in really good shape, you know, because they would have planted, you know, I planted about 40 yeah, plants, sure. 40 stands of bamboo, two kinds, Dendrocalamus asper and Guadua. I planted 40 plants in 2004 in Punta Mona. And now I'm just like churning out buildings with bamboo that I planted, mm -hmm. you know? So it's like, imagine if, you know, in that thousand one hectares, we take 50 or a hundred hectares and we plant wood and bamboo and like, our children and grandchildren will have houses forever. You yeah. know, it's like we never have to think about it. You yeah. know, it's like it's all there. We're we're planning. We, I mean, we have to design. So it's not like we want to. We don't want to just like theoretically think about what is it going to look like seven generations ahead. We want to think like how can we design the world so that it's easier. Yeah. Like there's abundant food. There's abundant building materials. The ecosystems are protected. You know? And it makes sense within the ecosystems too, right? Totally. Like this is why I, I feel like very important to stretch again and again. Like the idea of. The planetary system in which we are is, is much more accurate to life than the global globalization conversation because that narrative is really just about what our mind created, like mm -hmm. the way we created business and totally. telecommunication. But the planetary intelligence is it's totally. it's in the cosmos, it's actually happening, right? Mm -hmm. There is there is a spark of kind of divine nature to everything. And so when we I feel like when we design smarter with it, kind of like right here, right? You have this festival um, venue, but then the people who actually build it live around it in a in a big village, right? Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, I mean, I think we got to, you know, so in the thousand and one hectares, I'm imagining a thousand families, you know, and, oh, wow. and, and, and I think it's merging, you know, people like us living there and then people, local people that farm, you know, and finding ways where we can live in smaller houses and we can make more abundance. Oh, it's just the pee just again. again. Um, they can live in bigger houses. You know, I don't think it's like, I don't, I, I'd love to see that kind of us and them go away, you know, yeah. where like in foreigners or. Western kind of more Western yeah you know, or, 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 or left or right or progressive or, or traditional like I mean this duality really is, is a problem right like yeah. the moment we're still in a polarity in our own mind we're, mm -hmm. we're trapped yeah right so how do you how do you embody that when you do you go back to the states a lot and then bring kind of your discoveries to the cities or oh. you just kind of stay in Costa Rica I don't go back to the states very much I mean I I'm busy and I'm really busy yeah. with Punta Mona I'm really busy with Alegria Village you know I'm busy with Envision you know I go to visit my family, mm. you know, I visit my friends, I go to Burning Man every year, Yeah. you know, but yeah, I don't go that often, I try not to. So you're really living in that, uh, what I would call like insular sanity of, of, of the experience itself, like being in the the forest farm or the permaculture village and mm -hmm. the, the Envision or Burning Man festival culture. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I've been here for 25, you know, yeah. I've been here, living here for almost 25 years, you know, this is my home yeah. and uh, I love it here. It called you. Yeah. I have another question that has to do with trust. So for one, we're sitting in the I Trust You camp um, and also trust I think is 
a foundation to, to totally. any kind of collaboration and you've lived it in the community now for the last 25 years. So maybe in your own words, like, do you want to take apart and unpack trust a bit? Like how it, what does it require for you to trust? Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, a lot of times people like, we, you know, if you have one bit of advice, what would you give? And I'd say be really careful who you partner with. You know, it's like what seems really simple and what seems really, you know, straightforward. And it's really easy to get wrapped up in the uh, in the magic and the and the energy, you know. But, re you know, I think we got to get really clear in our agreements and really clear in our um, in our expectations of like, what are you doing? What am I doing? What are you getting? What am I getting? Yeah. You know, it's like. I think you know you can't. We can't be so hippy dippy and just think it's going to all work out and we're going to figure it out because it's hard. I mean, I think you know us. And like I said before, it's like we. It's a lot. It's not that physically hard to do all these things. It's not that hard with the solar. It's not that hard with the water systems. It's not that hard with regenerative agriculture. I mean, it's hard, but it, we've we've got it. We're learning. Yeah. We had a lot of experience. I think the the question of like really how to get along and to collaborate is really where it gets challenging. And there's not that much training. You know, it's like there's like nonviolent communication and there's like some tools, but we're not really trained basic, in yeah. the most important thing for our project to succeed. Yeah, that's very interesting. I feel like claiming claiming your own energy and actually embodying you, right? But then also speaking your own truth because my truth might not be your truth, but the moment I speak it, we can actually see where we oscillate or resonate. And if we don't, then at least there's clear communication. But totally. if you're just going with the energetics of excitement and awe, which I mean, yeah, that's, that's maybe also the shadow side of the festival culture. Totally. It's like this, the, the, the constant awe of, oh my God, mm. this is so amazing. But then the reality is like, I'm sweating bullets as we're talking here, right? And, and, and giving my best to, 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 to be present. Right? Oh, you're doing great. <laughs> yeah, you're thanks. doing great. Yeah. Yeah, but, but you know what I'm saying? Totally, like, that, yeah. That's real life. And yeah. real life take, takes over everywhere. I think this is what happens to people when they go, go back into, if it's the States or Europe, in, into city life. We just surrender into this other kind of infrastructure and environment. And we've inherited like a highly industrial infrastructure in the yeah. big parts of the world. No, I mean, the technology is amazing. You know, it's like incredible what is possible these days, you know, that we're sitting here and we're like this little box is recording us and getting our sound and our video. And, and it's so simple and we can upload it and anyone could look at it. We can send, you know, I mean, that's just a miracle, you know, and totally. You know, if we can't pull this off now, when? You know, if it's like not us, who? You know, it's like these, the message is clear. We're seeing the movie, you know? It's like, let's keep sharing the message and let's keep inviting people with clear next steps of like, how can, you know, the book I'm working on, it's called Break Them Chains, A Suburban Guy's Escape from the System. And I think- Break Them Chains. Yeah, I mean, I think we need to figure out, we're just peeing in. I think we need to figure out ways to... Nature uh, just does what it wants. Yeah. <laughs> I think we need to figure out ways to, you know, really break out of these old ways. A good friend of mine, Joe Bob, has been, you know, the terminology he's been using is kind of like this, you know, it's the end of game A and it's time for game B, you know, and game B is like this, you know, instead of, you know, competition and me against you yeah, and uh, me, it's line. like how can yeah. we tr truly collaborate and truly... Cooperate. You know, I get to go to a lot of these these places where I, I'd say game A is really present. So let's say Davos in Switzerland. I was just there two months ago or a month ago in, in Miami in, in like the family office association world. And I'm really, I feel that privilege to, to get, to be in those places where a lot of power and money is, is being dealt with is, is important to acknowledge. But then also it's a clear demand. Like you can hear it. These conversations are happening everywhere around the world now. People are realizing that we need a value system within capitalism. We need a quadruple bottom line of people, planet, profit, purpose. Yeah. Because without purpose, you're not actually contributing yeah. to the movie you're saying yeah. we're seeing, right? That the movie is the emerging future yeah. of which we know 
already exists in like a template. And when we act according to the emerging future through our, you call them chains, I, I would call them like the financial systems and the mm -hmm. social systems. But when we act towards a, a larger purpose, I think the us and them starts to dissolve. I, I'm not like idealistic in that sense that I think it, it, it just will be so within yeah. magic. But I think over the decade that's ahead of us, we're here sitting in 2020. So it's, you know, the golden decade if we make it that. Yeah, I have faith. Have faith. Yes. Thank you so much for You're your welcome. time here yeah, and uh, awesome. sitting with me under a, a gorgeous tree. Ficus, ficus tree and a palm. Thanks for joining. And that's that. Another episode of Green Planet, Blue Planet podcast. I hope you truly enjoyed this one and received some insights, knowledge, and a form of learning that you can directly apply to your life, into your relationships, or maybe even into your business and the way you show up for the world. Because this is a movement and we're all part of it and we're in this together. We're here to create a world of a triple bottom line where you win, I win, and the entire planet wins. We're raising consciousness together and you know that. That's why you're listening. That's why I love you. So make sure to share the love. Hit subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Invite a friend to listen to Green Planet, Blue Planet podcast. And if you have an idea who else you'd like me to interview, make sure you reach out and send me a suggestion. Definitely check out greenplanet-blueplanet.com, the website to the podcast. I've created a lot of different offers for you, free content, free meditations for you to amplify your connection to self, the state of social impact in the world, and for you to connect and listen to who you could support of the people that I actually interview because their missions are ongoing and a lot of them need more collaboration. And after more than 100 episodes now, with some of the world's leading social impact experts, I have synthesized my most inspired learnings and takeaways to create coaching and mentorship programs for you and the people around you. Let me share with you about planetary purpose coaching and mentorship experiences. If you're in a space in your life where you're ready to level up to amplify who you are, what's coming through you and what you're doing to give your gift to the world, then I would love to hear from you and I'd love for you to apply to one of my private mentorships or group mentorships. Last but not least, there's a few different group experiences I host both in person and online. All of them are quantum learning environments and I'm happy to tell you more. So simply inform yourself and stay connected because whatever resonates with you, I'm here to support you and bring out more purpose into the world. And with that being said, wherever you are in the world, make sure to be you, show up all the way, be all in, connect with someone today, make them smile, have yourself a stellar day. Lots of love to you and until soon. Mm -hmm.